0: Are on cameras rolling sound is speeding. We in we are did the checklist. (laughs) I put a proper amount of pause so that you could edit it out if you wanted to. Thank you. You know what that's called? Uh, no, buffering.
1: You have a nice little buffer there.
0: Isn't buffering something else? Uh, isn't there a new girl episode where they talk about being a buffer? Yeah. I don't know what it means though. I, I I can't put my finger on it. I don't know what it means though. Yeah, as but I'm looking to I'm, a, a I'm great at buffering.
1: Thing. It's fluffer though, <laughs> not <laughs> That's buffer. Right.
0: I knew it was something like that. You're right. It's fluffer. I knew where. I know what you were thinking. Though. I was like, "There's a bit here, mm-hmm. and it rhymes." Hey, everybody! Welcome to the Chris and Kyle show. <laughs> That's Chris. He didn't say anything when I pointed. Starting I'm off Kyle. hot, we're starting off hot. I'm Kyle. What are you talking about? We're starting off hot as can be, like lava or the sun. Can we is, talk about one is much hotter than the other?
1: <laughs> can we talk about that fucking trailer that I just watched, dude? Is it Uncut Gems? For Uncut Gems?
0: Fuck yeah, dude! I, I told myself that like, I'm hype for this movie.
1: I told myself that I wasn't gonna watch the trailer just because I love the Safdie brothers so much. Good Time, uh, because of Good Time, should have won an Oscar. Should have won an Oscar. Um, because of that, because I like that movie so much, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to watch everything that these guys make. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like fucking Ari Aster. Like, I don't really care about seeing the trailer. Like, I'm just going to watch whatever they make Mm -hmm. because I trust them. Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, I mean, we don't have a lot of material for this episode. I mean, we do a podcast where we talk about upcoming movies a lot. So so I kind of needed to watch this trailer.
0: That boy. The big A. So,
1: fucking, uh, the Safety brothers are coming out with a movie with Adam Sandler. With Adam Sandler as the fucking main guy. Listen,
0: Adam Sandler does this thing where he fucks around, he does whatever he wants, he films movies in location so that he can go on vacation with his family, or he just makes dumb movies with his friends to make money. Mm -hmm. But then he'll be like, okay, I haven't made anything good in a while. I'm going to go be in a dramatic role right. with like a really good filmmaker and he'll be amazing. Right? He's a really good actor. Why don't I like just go make fucking uh, a movie with Paul
1: Thomas Anderson? Yeah. Why don't I just go make a movie with the Safdie brothers? Yeah. And that's what I'm
0: guessing happened, right? Because it's not like Adam Sandler has to do anything. No, he doesn't have to do shit. He can yeah. do it every once. He, if he wanted, he could spend the rest of his life going and sitting at the Jets games and just crying every weekend because <laughs> they're so bad. <laughs> um. Yep. But
1: who else is in this movie? Fucking Lakeith Stanfield.
0: Mm-hmm. It's oh, it's Stanfield, you're, right? You're passing up on the most important cast member, Kevin Garnett. Oh, right. <laughs> Kevin Garnett playing as Kevin himself Garnett. from like ten years ago. And it fits because it's yeah, not like he he's looks aged. Great. He looks fucking <laughs> amazing. Hold on, let me. I'll pull it up. Get the full list here. Uncut Gems. Uh, the weekend apparently is not it as himself as yeah. well. that's interesting. Adina Menzel plays his wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Adel Nazim. Um, yeah, there's not really any, yeah, uh, like Keith Stanfield, Eric Bagosian. that guy looks familiar. What's the dude's name? The bookie guy. He's like a dude. People know him. Like I don't an, know him. he's like an so. actual, I think he's I like an actual him. bookie. Like he talks about sports gambling and stuff on, mm-hmm. on like a podcast or something yeah. like that. I'm pretty sure, but I don't really know anything about him. Yeah. It seems but like people were like, shook to see him, after that. people were like shook to see him cursing and they right.
1: were like, this is weird. Anyway, seems like they're going after that. Like they're they're, like, uh, you know, they'll, they'll, uh, cast a bookie to play an actual bookie Mm -hmm. and they'll cast a Kevin Garnett to To play play an actual
0: Kevin Garnett to play a Kevin but then they'll cast an Adam Sandler to be nothing like real Adam Sandler or is he is real Adam Sandler actually a really terrifying gambler in real life. You, you got like that
1: sort of vibe. I think he looks scary. You think that he looks scary? Yeah, there's some parts. I think parts... he looks
0: more distraught than. Anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's multifaceted. Yeah. I mean, you can be more than one thing, but there's parts in that trailer, especially the one, the, the part at the end, when he's. I think he says like, um, "That's who I am," or something like that. It's a line like that. It was like, mm-hmm. He's like identifying himself as, you know, a sort of force is what it yeah. seems like, yeah. and like he's like just kind of really casual with that weird accent he's doing. He's like, "That's just me," and it's just. I was like, "Oh, that's like spooky, Adam Sandler." Yeah. I didn't like. From what you, the
1: way you reacted after you watched the trailer for the first time, I expected Adam Sandler to be kind of like intimidating in a way. And I think he that, is. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. I think really. it's like a subtle way, though. I I felt like more like like he was an unraveling character.
0: He certainly is that too, because yeah. everything in his life is going wrong, mm-hmm. apparently. You know, yeah. from what we know, Adele Dazim wants to leave him mm-hmm. because he's, uh, you know. Having an affair With a much younger woman Yeah Kevin Garnett Isn't scoring Baskets Maybe I don't know Kevin Garnett's doing something Mm -hmm. Lakeith Stanfield Is casually dropping The n-word around him Referring to him As an n-word Right That's fun Um with his hair? Like, he's got some cool hair in this one? would you think, did, like, did the, the graphics of
1: this trailer stand out to you at all? What do you mean the graphics? Like the... the like the words? Th- yeah, yeah. The, I didn't think the, the about them. I didn't of, really think about them, Like, no. Like when it was showing uncut gems and
0: shit like No, that. I didn't think about it. No? Is it something weird? That's something that, really like, remember. I always,
1: like, sort of, like, it sort of catches my eye. Like, I, I like looking at sort of, like, the outer trappings of what make mm-hmm. a trailer, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, the sort of cool, like, artistic things that, yeah. like, a trailer can do. Like outside of like, like, cause you know, like looking at fucking posters, you know, and you see like the they same poster the same, yeah. that like, I mean,
0: you can see those, those color gradient things where all movies of yeah. the same genres have the same color gradients on their posters and mm-hmm. stuff.
1: Yeah. Um So I like it when, you know, uh movies sort of stand out in the way that they sell themselves mm-hmm. and like Uncut Gems, like has just like really cool, like colorful um text throughout the trailer that I was just like yeah. I really enjoyed. It was just really Again, uh, dynamic, also, the sound. Uh, the, it's another A twenty four movie. Yeah. Another A twenty four movie, which like fucking, why not fucking go and get the Sapti Brothers now? Yeah. Um, yeah, you gotta see good uh good time, dude. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet.
0: It's just it's just But like you know, it should have won an Oscar.
1: They're uh I I love a really good fucking like genre movie that can kind of like transcend what a genre is. Um and it's like and it's very much that. It's like it's a, a really down to earth fucking genre movie. A really down to earth heist movie. Yeah. Um. You, you like it just. That
0: Robert Pattinson is amazing. It's just. Yet.
1: It's kind of. You've seen Inglorious. Not Inglorious Bastards. Uh, you've seen Reservoir Dogs. Yes. You know how like that's it's 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 kind of a genre movie, but it has none of what the genre sort of normally has, right? It's a heist movie without yeah. the heist. Yeah. Right. Uh.
0: Fucking. It's like the aftermath of the heist. Yeah.
1: Fucking uh, Good Time's not really like that, like like a complete turn like that. But it's just very character-based. And there's like a really fucking strong relationship. Like the entire movie is uh, between Robert Pattinson and his brother, who's actually played by one of the Safdie brothers. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's so fucking like, you get, I, I get like super like... Dog Day Afternoon kind of uh, vibes from it. Like mm-hmm. it just seems like it would exist in that kind of time frame. Um, and Dog Day Afternoon is just very much like a very uh, character-based kind of genre movie. Mm-hmm. It's
0: all about a fucking bank robbery, dude. But it's like for the I get a little bit confused ever. about what exactly a genre film means. Because like, what's the other thing that I always mix up that we were talking about? Like, I think low concept, was, high concept. Yeah, it's like if, I feel like it doesn't match the. Uh, what you would think it
1: means all the time. So like, I mean, how I hear genre being used and how like, I hear a lot of people uh, using genre as an adjective like that, when you talk about something being a genre film, Mm -hmm. it's usually like a heist movie, usually like something that's like, uh, like a crime drama
0: thriller, something okay.
1: along those lines. Because when like, I
0: hear genre, I just literally like think of. I a, think of a, it more in this a, a way of, genres, of, of a book like, would be. No one, yeah.
1: no one calls like romance movies a genre movie, really.
0: But it is a genre. But it is a genre. Is a
1: genre. I don't think pe- people really like using.
0: Yeah, way. no, they don't. Yeah, I don't know why that is. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, this—they tricked me. Like even in like it's an action movie.
1: Like you could consider Like a genre movie Yeah Like
0: They're kind of They're popcorn flicks Right They're not very avant-garde A film genre Is a motion picture category Based on similarities Either in the narrative elements Or in the emotional response To the film Most theories of film genre Borrow from literary genre Criticism Each film genre is a co- This isn't helping me at all Yeah Thanks that's a not, lot Wikipedia Yeah that's not really what Each film, film genre Is associated with conventions I cannot Yeah that's not helping me at all Oh, you know why? Because I googled genre film, and they gave me film genre. Yep, it's reverse. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those things that isn't really uh, super defined. Might have to go on like TV tropes for that, dog. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and
1: do research. Though. <laughs> that would
0: be super lame.
1: That's 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 how like I I hear mm-hmm. a lot of people like like Mission Impossible is a genre movie. Okay, but like, so maybe
0: it's more like a movie that really commits to the genre they're in
1: yeah, I mean uh, do they lean into the tropes I th- I, th- I think that it's just usually sort of like in that same vein of yeah. like 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 shoot em okay ups, fucking, okay. okay usually like that movies Heist my dad movies, would like action movies movies all dads the shit, would like they, well yeah but like also like the shit that you can tell that like Quentin Tarantino you know, like Quentin Tarantino really loves okay you know like the stuff that like he's like oh like I, I, I make genre movies but he'd make shit that transcends the genre
0: Gotcha. Cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool.
1: But I don't think like like romance like because like romance is a genre. It's a genre, but Absolutely. It, but no one refers to like.
0: Well, it's because what happens in Vegas as a genre movie.
1: Yeah, you know? no one
0: because uh, it's a it's be a really it's weird. a romantic. I don't know what that is. It's a romantic comedy. Well, that's what I was going to guess, but I didn't yeah. want to look like an idiot because I didn't know what movie you were talking about. Yeah. You know what happens in Vegas? That one movie with those people about that thing in Vegas. I think it's Ashley Kutcher, the right? The stuff that happened there. Who's the woman in that movie? I don't. I don't, I don't think I could tell you. Is that. it Cameron Diaz? I think it might be Cameron Diaz. <laughs> it seemed like a good. Just it seemed that? like a solid pool to me. Spitball. I'm gonna look and find think out. It's Cameron Diaz, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think it's a good guess. <laughs> it's Cameron
1: Diaz. Yep. Cameron Diaz. Yep.
0: Bro, I saw a few days ago that that episode of community was like 10 years old. Yeah. And I was like that is crazy. It's 2009. Yeah, boy.
1: <laughs> yeah, boy.
0: Yeah, boy. Word.
1: That's how you know fucking community like is an amazing fucking show. Like once you get it to it has that a really strong cult following. But but like no no no, but yeah, but like uh fucking when you get to that second episode, that's when you know that it's fucking amazing. Like you get to that 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 excerpt at the end of the second episode with them fucking rapping. The stinger. Rapping. Yeah, ¿Donde? It's so fucking Esta,
0: good. La Biblioteca llamo la Ariana discote- I'm not gonna be able to finish it. Don't make me do it. I know the first part. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> um even though like the Spanish that they're speaking makes sense. It no com- makes no sense. sense. <laughs> That's kind of the point. Yeah. Um it just sounds awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. But
0: uh Uncut Gems, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm super hyped. Uh I'm yeah. always down for a dramatic Adam Sandler role. Although I haven't seen the Myerawitz stories yet. I never watched it. Did you see it? Yeah, I don't like it. No, I talked
1: about Noah Bombach, right? I oh, is that him? The, yeah, you've podcast. talked about that multiple times. Yeah, yeah, it's that's him. Uh, and just so many people are like, people refer, love him. People, but not only do they love him, but they love him for a specific thing, which you I think he's which bad. I at. don't like. Yeah. Like, they, they, a lot of people think that like his dialogue is like super authentic, and I think as written, it's actually really good. But it's the way that it's directed, the way that it's like delivered by the the actors and stuff, and I think that's it's usually because of the way that uh, Bombach directs. Like I just do you, it doesn't resonate. Like when I when it hits my ears, I don't. It doesn't sound authentic to me. I'm
0: like, oh, these are just
1: actors that are giving lines. Do you concede
0: to the idea that a good actor can make bad dialogue good, but the reverse isn't true? Like a a bad actor can't make good dialogue good. Does that make sense? I don't know. Did I word that right? I think that might. I I know what you're saying. Yeah. I think I know what you're saying.
1: Um I used to look at it like like uh as if like the the writing not just dialogue, but like the writing uh of a script was kind of like a race car and the actor was the, the driver, the driver, right? You know, like a like I know that uh fucking Jeff Gordon can can drive my sonata. Uh <laughs> better than I can, yeah. right? Like it doesn't matter what fucking car I have, you yeah. know, Jeff Gordon's going to outdrive me uh-huh. in whatever car, right? But like, you know, if you yeah. have a good car and a good driver. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's, that's
0: that's the best car. Co- well, that's,
1: you know, the that's the peak, that's the dream. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how much that of that is true though. To be honest. Like, I think it, not, I
0: think I would lean more towards like cuz I've read a lot average of, dialogue is where it's most malleable. Does that make sense? Like I think that there's not as much bad dialogue as people like to say there is. Like when people will watch a movie and they're like, "Oh man, the writing sucked. The dialogue was garbage." And it's like it's like when people talk about the last season of Game of Thrones and they say the writing is bad. Okay, yeah. You know I get what, I mean? what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Uh but like it depends on
1: what you're looking at though. Cuz mm-hmm. like as someone who's, you know, Done acting for student films out in
0: L.A. I'm talking about movie, like movies like real movies that get made, real movies that get made with real big budgets, um, yeah. actual budgets that back yeah, them usually up. they're better. Yeah. Usually they they can still
1: be bad. No, obviously they bad. can still be bad. Obviously, uh, but. Yeah, there's still still some bad writing out there. Some really fucking shitty. Dialogue. Do you ever get the urge to like rewrite on on, oh, so on the bad. spot? It's so bad, and you're like, "What if I, like we said this? Well, what the, if this happened?" And the thing is, like, uh, there's also a lot of self doubt with that too. I, what if I, like,
0: what if your instincts are wrong? Yeah. What if I like? Well, that's an interesting thing too. Yeah. When you, when you're growing on set to be an actor for something. Do you split in your mind that that identity? Are are you like I'm an actor right now? I'm not a writer, and I have to sort of be in that mindset. Is that a thing? Yeah,
1: you have to compartmentalize. A it's kind of yeah. weird.
0: Well, one of the one of the weird things about voice acting is that you're actually like, in different. What what I've learned from my teachers is that some people will tell you this is wrong, but they've all every teacher I've had has been like, no, you do this. Like, they sort of unless it's strictly says in the audition copy, like they encourage you to improvise and to, to change things up in your auditions because they want to get a sense of your personality. Right. Um, so like I kind of get that sense of like when I'm, when I'm reading something, I'd be like, this would make more sense if I said it like this kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. it's usually like small tweaks, but, uh, like if you're just reading some like really bad dialogue yeah. I haven't done enough
1: acting yet to like really like yeah. have a like a firm grasp on like uh, enough of the process. And plus, like all I've done is really like student films and shit. Yeah. Um, and I also think that like I carry myself well, so like people give me a lot more leeway. Um, but like every audition that I've been in, like I kind of play around with the words a bit. Yeah. As like the only thing that I try to get across is like like the emotion and mm-hmm. how good I am. Um, so that's fucking good. <laughs> Look how fucking good I am. That's, but like and, and that, and just like the, and, and displaying confidence. Yeah. Um, uh, and, in and, and not like confidence in character, but confidence in being able to display, like display emotion. That's like a mm. two different, that's, a, that's mm-hmm. two different things. Um, but I mean, every set that I've been on. Whenever like I change the words around and stuff like that, like I've never had anybody be like, hey, you need to, you need to say, you need things. to be by the,
0: well, it's, I feel like it's different too. Like if you're working with Aaron Sorkin, yeah, it probably needs to be but. exactly <laughs> as it's written. Right. Cause it's, yeah. it's like a fucking machine the way it mm-hmm. works. Yeah. And and there's also like, and it's layers building every, on each
1: other. Yeah. Well, in every line that you have exactly like layers. Mm. Uh, so that line, you know, that you d- say about fucking uh, a swordfish is going to yeah, come exactly. up. It's going to come back two, two later. times later yeah. on in the script. Yeah. It's all, yeah. It's it's compounded. But I mean, if you're making
0: a shitty student short film, usually hey man, it's don't not think out. about it as shitty. Think about it. I as, enjoy it. Think about it as I've like learned a lot. Experimental? That's probably not good either. No, no, no. I don't know, man. Just think about it as a learning opportunity. Yeah. No, I I yeah. do
1: think of it that way. But I'm also not going to be like, oh man, this is going to like put me on the map.
0: Can I just say our apartment smells so much better now? Yeah. So yeah, like before it just had like a lack of odor, it was just kind of like, it just existed <laughs> yeah. and the doors were always open. So it just kind of smelled like outside. Yeah. Oh yeah. But now Kate moved in Uh huh. and it smells really good. Officially. And it's like, she's like here now.
1: It. Yeah. And fucking, yeah. There's, there's incense.
0: She's got candles. I saw that incense that it freaked me out last. Night. I like walked in the kitchen, which, you know, full disclosure is like right next to where my bed is. Right. And there was just like some incense burning and I was like, what the fuck is burning in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> is that just some really long
1: cigarette? <laughs>
0: yeah, she got we got an oil diffuser. At TJ is that the thing in the bathroom. Yeah, that like sprays it's a little smoke. S- yep. Yeah, it smells like lavender. It smells really good. Yeah. Yep, smells good. Smells good. Mhm. Nice little Things are cleaner? Yep. Mhm. I and mean, like I'm I'm not a I'm not a not clean person. No. You're kind of a not clean person. But not not too bad I'm though. disorganized Yeah That's a better way to put yeah. it But now it's like Cause like I don't smell There's just a, There's just like A certain level of We're okay with clutter And <sighs> yeah. we needed someone To come in That wasn't cool With clutter
1: Yeah Well like Our, our standards For what we're okay To deal yeah. with Like it's exactly. just You know
0: It's like Do two dudes That live together <laughs> that's basically, <two> Yeah. basically <laughs> Yeah um, But it, I just got like A whiff of it And it was like mm-hmm. oh, That smells good mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway. Sorry so, I
1: derailed that with fucking my, with my no, nose. It's fine dude. So fucking other movie news, that's pretty important.
0: Bum-ba-dum, 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 bum-ba-dum. What's, that? What's what? that? I don't know what that is. Uh Spider Pig?
1: Spider Pig. Yeah.
0: Peter Porker. It's the uh sequel to Spider Verse. Are they doing a live action Peter Porker? Yes, a live action Peter Porker movie. Yeah, so Peter Porker movie. <laughs> that would be ridiculous and I would watch it. <laughs> That'd be kind of fine. I, you could pull off a weird Peter
1: Porker movie that's like a like a Roger Rabbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Some t- some type of
0: mixture. Yeah. Uh, no, the real news is that Tom Holland has been saved from Sony's devilish grip. I'm coming at this from a very anti Sony <laughs> perspective. <laughs> Sony and Disney agreed on a deal to have Tom Holland appear in two more Marvel films after their reported dispute from about a month ago, maybe two months ago. Two more. Dosmas. Dosmas. One more Spider Man movie, one more Marvel movie. So you would assume Ooh. an Avengers movie. You would assume. You might not be right, but you would assume. Right. Yeah. And I think the Spider Man movie got a release Could be date to 2021, I believe. A live action Peter Porter movie. Now, here's the thing that kind of, there was a thing about that statement that came out that Kevin Feige made. He was like, you know, oh, we're great. We're very excited to have Spider Man back, and we love Tom Holland. And Tom posted that fucking hysterical Instagram post of, uh, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, of Leo being like, mm-hmm. I'm not fucking going. <laughs> fucking great Jeff. Great video to post. Um, uh, but, there's like an ominous sentence at the end of that statement where he's like, implies that there's gonna be a movie with Spider-Man and Venom, basically, is what is what you read between the lines for. He's like, he's basically like, you never know who might show up. <laughs> you know, like in the statement. And like, Sony is pushing their idea of a Venom verse thing. I don't know if that's what they're calling it, but like all, basically all the Spider-Man characters they have the rights to that are not Spider-Man, they want them in movies because they see how much money Spider-Man movies make, and you know they want to make money because they're a company. But uh, I was like, please don't like do a dumb, I like I, th- if you were to say to me, hey, there's going to be a movie where Tom Holland plays Spider-Man. And Tom Hardy plays Venom and they're going to do some stuff. I'm like, that sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But then I think, wait, I saw that Venom movie. Yeah. And I don't.
1: And it was ass.
0: And it was bad. I mean, they could turn it around though, right? I don't know, dude.
1: I'm way more optimistic than I don't
0: trust Sony at all. I don't trust them with Spider-Man stuff.
1: I mean, I get it. But they did make Spider-Verse. Let the fucking Safety brother? direct the fucking. My thing is Spider-Man like, my thing is Venom. like,
0: why can't they just like lean into that, right? Lean into the Spider Verse thing, because it's so good. Do more of that, and let just let Marvel make the Spider Man movies, and then take the money from them. Like they make, at least I know in their last deal they made most of the money off of like Spider Man Homecoming and Spider Man Far From Home. I think Disney made like two percent of the mo- the money off those movies or something.
1: I don't think that the the issue as is as much like the the content that they're that they're going after, but the people that they're hiring. To oh make sure, the movies, sure. Because right? like Spider Verse, like had fucking two like incredibly clever people. Phil and Chris movie. Miller, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, Who and, got fired from the Flash? So like, you've got you've got Disney Marvel, right? This is the yeah. superhero fucking hierarchy. You've got Disney Marvel, and then it drops, 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 and then you've got Sony and their Spider Man stuff, and then it drops, 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 drops off, and you've got Warner Brothers. And their DC stuff—it's rough. They've had some good ones. There's some promise, mm-hmm. and they seem to have like turn, like turn. They they have a new angle that might work. We'll see. I'm excited for Wonder Woman two. Could be cool. Yeah, There's
1: I'm really 1980 excited. Something?
0: 1984. I'm really excited for Robert Pattinson Batman for Pattinson. I like some of the rumored casting of uh, I the Jonah Hill as the Riddler. Super interesting to me. I think it's a really intriguing casting choice. I like that it's kind of off target. People thought it was going to be Penguin because he a thick boy. Uh, and you know how I feel about the Riddler. No, I feel you like, like, like him.
1: I think he's a really like underrated, Under, fucking, underrated, like, like just,
0: underutilized.
1: Yeah, underutilized is better. Is I the, mean, is the better. in
0: live action stuff, you have Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. That's it. But like Jim Carrey. In his wild-ass performance as the Riddler. And it it's just,
1: uh, I don't know. And Tommy
0: Lee Jones is completely phoned in Two-Face performance in that movie. He's so bad. At least Jim Carrey's, like, trying. Apparently, they, like, hated... Or, like, Tommy Lee Jones, like, hated Jim Carrey and, like, didn't respect him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm not fucking around with this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And then the other one was Jeffrey Wright as Jim Gordon. I think that would be solid casting. They went through with that.
1: I like that. That's yeah. a good cast. Yeah.
0: It's a good base... Who's going to be Alfred? I don't know. Some old dude probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. But yeah, I'm super hyped that Tom Holland's going to be back. Mm-hmm. It would have been so weird if they just had to go on pretending none of the stuff with Spider-Man ever happened. It'd be so weird.
1: It's especially because like the that fucking after credit sequence like was such a fucking cliffhanger, right? Yeah. And His it, identity like, being revealed. completely fucking yeah. changed the the I mean, are we fucking spoiling Spider-Verse? Oh, fuck. Or whatever. Dude, you know what?
0: They had an official spoiler moratorium in a trailer Mm -hmm. where Tom Holland was like, if you haven't seen it yet, Endgame's coming out. You know, I don't care. I said it. But that was for Endgame. Yeah, but I don't care. (laughs) Okay. All right, whatever. (laughs) That's true. It was for Endgame. I don't care. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I've seen it like three times. If you haven't seen it yet, I don't care. You blew it. If you haven't seen it yet, you don't really care. That's how I feel. Yeah. If you haven't seen Spider-Man yet, right. it's been in the theaters. For, it's still in the theaters. Mm-hmm. You can go see it. Mm-hmm. There's a good, there's a good, spoily cliffhanger. J.K. Simmons comes back. Boom. Spoiled. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. Plus like, They put in all the work of doing the whole next Iron Man thing. It just would have been really weird if the Marvel Universe had to go forward basically pretending he never existed. It'd be so strange.
1: Very Yeah, very weird. Did you watch any movies this week?
0: I watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy.
1: All of them? Yep. Damn. All three. Can you fit that in one week?
0: Yeah, I didn't watch the extended cuts. Those things are like four days long. (laughs) (laughs) No, I watched the OG cuts. They're on Netflix or two of them are on Netflix. So I was like, I'm gonna watch those. Mm-hmm. Then I, I rented fellowship and then I watched those two on Netflix. They're fucking great. They're so good. Mm. They're so good. And it's, they, they hold up like really well. They're, they're like the CG isn't great. There's some, there's some stuff that's like, you're like, eh, that that's not that great. The CG there. And there's some weird, like you can really tell they're on a green screen kind of shots. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like the practical effect stuff is amazing. All the tricks, tricks of the trade to you know make them look small. The hobbits, mm-hmm. nasty hobbitses, but uh, they're fucking great. Ian McKellen's that boy.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know why like it. It's it's it, it seems like homework for me,
0: Lord of the Rings. So I read them for the first time last year, mm. and honestly, kind of like homework. Yeah. There's huge. Here's the thing about reading the Lord of the Rings. The highs of reading him isn't like incredible. There's parts of those books where you're just like, "This is fucking awesome," mm-hmm. this is this is amazing read, but then there's parts where they're like, and they kept walking, and they kept walking, and the grass was green, and the trees were green, and they kept walking, and I just like, you can cut out so much of this book, so much. People love it.
1: I'm like, uh, I mean, I don't know. That That's like, uh, I, I don't think I'm that much of a, a reader. I read a lot. You read nonfiction. But I read a lot of nonfiction about how to write stories and mm-hmm. I don't read a lot of no- novels and, fictions, mm-hmm. and fiction and shit. I, I almost read a exclusively lot for read fiction. I, I read a lot for school and the sh- stuff that I read outside of school is all for, you know, fucking learning how to write scripts and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, uh, yeah, I, it's hard for me to get into, into novels and stuff. Like Graphic novels, really easy for me.
0: The visual I medium?
1: kind of dumb.
0: Well, do you think you just need a visual stimulation? Yeah. Do you have a bad imagination? You can't Maybe. imagine what's being written? I think so. Maybe. I think so. Maybe. I think that might
1: be it. That or just like I don't want to put in the work to read
0: what, what to imagine,
1: you know? Like I said, kind of dumb.
0: Well, it's kind of it's weird, right? Because like novels give you the most freedom you can possibly have in a story. Mm-hmm. Right. There's nothing holding you back in terms of budget, in terms of scale, in terms of anything. You can write literally whatever you want, but it requires the most act- activity from the consumer side. Mm-hmm. You need to build everything that's being described to you in your mind as you read it. And description can be one of those things. It's like the thing you just kind of, when you, you know, when you're reading and you just kind of gloss over and you're like, oh, oh, what was I reading? It's usually description. You know what I mean? I uh, Yeah, I also
1: have, like, fucking really bad fucking ADD and shit, too. Like, I can just fucking completely gloss over, like, five pages of shit that I've read. That's a lot.
0: Yeah. That's a lot of
1: pages. Yeah.
0: I don't gloss over that. I'll gloss well, over, like, a but, paragraph. So,
1: here's the thing. Like, a lot of, like, the books that I read and shit, like, a lot of times they'll they just, like, uh, they're not boring to me. But, like, the <laughs> thing is, like, uh, how I, I don't, like, read them, like, Like, oh, like, I'm reading, you know, X amount of pages, I'm getting X amount of information. Like, there's a certain point where, like, it's really just inducing thought. And they become, like, there's a, like, there gets points. Like, if you ever, like, watch me fucking read a book. Will you stop? I'll stop and I'll fart. I'll just start fucking thinking about shit. <laughs> because, like and at, at a point, like it just becomes like a, a totem of thought where I'm just like, Oh, okay. Like I've, and I, an, I, repeat yeah. things to myself over and over again to like see if like there's like counter arguments to it. You know,
0: that's good. That's being like active in your, in your learning. Yeah. That's good.
1: Um, I yeah. don't really
0: do that. I don't read any nonfiction, but like right. I very much, am just like, I soak in and I fucking go when I, I read pretty fast. I have fast reader. I have an
1: issue with like picking up a lot of detail and shit. Like that's one thing the one problem I have with uh d and I think a lot. I can't just like read something even like 3 times. Well, a lot, and, and D&D and, is
0: very technical language too cuz yeah. it's all rules. Yeah. So you have to like understand the technical language and stuff like that. Right. It can take a few being like wait a minute, what does that mean? Okay, yeah. wait, a, a creature that means something. This yeah. is a word. This isn't just the word as a human person understands it as a word that has another meaning in this context. it's, it's a bunch of things like that. Exactly. Yeah. You will get used to it. You're new still. It's all good. Oh uh, yeah. I'm a newbie. I'm a Yo, how old. much critical role have you watched? I'm um, up to, uh, I, f- I think
1: 26. Fuck yeah, dude. Episode You're 26. murdering it. You're yeah. burning through it. Yeah. So good Well it's like Once you told me that Like there was a podcast For it as well I was like Game
0: game over man Game over man Yeah for those who don't remember I think I shouted out Critical Role On one of our first episodes ever Mm -hmm. Not the first episode Because I know that Our first episode ever I shouted out Sabbath's Take Care Which by the way Dope ass album Yeah You should check it out (laughs) But uh I'm trying to like Remember not Take Care For Me Jesus Drake had Take Care
1: Yeah I'm trying to remember like Who first introduced me To Critical Role I wanna, I wanna say it was Mikey though, because Mikey was watching it. Mike,
0: what? Yeah. How do I not know this?
1: I'm pretty sure Mikey.
0: Was How watching do I not it. know this? Hot damn! I
1: remember like, be, like when he like first started like getting into D and D, you know, because mm-hmm. like he he didn't like it at first. Mm-hmm. Like he was, it was he was it was kind of boring for him. And mm-hmm. like I remember him like when once he started getting into it, I like because he he used to watch Twitch and stuff a lot. I think he still does. Yeah. I don't know I miss Mikey love
0: I love you dude. Michael I just talked to Michael like, all, I played D&D with Michael today uh, Have you Have you bought your ticket For their wedding? I bought my ticket For their wedding Not yet I bought my ticket For going there earlier yeah. But not for the wedding yet It's not till February I don't yeah. have to yet I'm good It's, it's only f- October Right It's in February It's September February Early February Is it? I think so it's in my phone. We'll deal with that later. It's in my phone. Don't make me scared. Anyway, yes, I talked to Michael today. Anyways, I watched two
1: movies this week.
0: Oh yeah, what'd you watch? Uh,
1: both of them were were for class. The first one uh, was for my like oh you're right ethnicities in I'm dumb yeah uh, it was my ethnicities in film class like mm-hmm. yeah and we're going over interracial relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, well,
0: that—that's close to home. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is.
1: Um, but it also like it—it it also isn't because like the the two movies that we've watched so far have all have both been uh, black men with white women. Ah,
0: and it's just a different time your, Did you watch Get Out? No, that's what like the
1: whole movie's about. Well, I mean, maybe we'll watch Get Out uh, next. Like we're going from like old to new. So we watched oh, okay. like Guess Who's Coming to Dinner last week. Uh, with Sidney Poitier uh, and then we watched this week we watched uh, Jungle Fever with Wesley Snipes Which I don't know how much you know about Jungle Fever. Nothing. The only thing I knew about Jungle Fever Was <coughs> what I knew from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air because oh, okay. there's a part where uh, I don't know like uh, I think One of uh, w- like Will's mom brings home like a white man or something. Okay, right uh, and fucking Carlton like sings Jungle Fever. Jungle fever, jungle fever ding, 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 ding. They're in love. <laughs> uh, and that's like the only, I've, I had seen that like clip like fucking dozens of times because of the amount of times that I'd watched Fresh Prince. Oh, Spike Lee Flick. Yeah. Okay. But. That he's also in. The actual Jungle Fever movie. It's like super underrated on IMDb, too. It's like 6.5, which I was kind of surprised by. So Jackson, Halle Berry's in it? Yeah, a lot of people. Young Halle Berry, probably. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson, Wesley Snipes, Halle Berry. Annabella Sciorra, is she the lead lead female? She's the uh, Italian uh, uh, woman. Um, But it's weird because it's like almost an ensemble movie. And it's like... Something that Spike Lee I think does really well and it's like kind of fun mm-hmm. is like how many like little characters he'll like John give he'll give attention. Um yeah, like John Turturro's character is actually like really good. I liked him in this. Um Yeah. And it's just it
0: You say that like John is not good. No, John is like John Totoro's great.
1: I don't know if I've ever seen a bad John Turturro role.
0: It depends Thomas? on how you feel about Transformers. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I like yeah. how we
0: both Like he's funny in those movies, but like they're bad. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jungle Fever was interesting. The second movie that I watched. Election. 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 Uh, written and directed by Alexander Payne. Uh, this is like a 1999 film with uh, Reese Witherspoon and Matthew Broderick. Hell yeah. Um, Also, sort of an ensemble movie. Um, Probably even more so than uh, Jungle Fever, I would say. Uh, Why did you watch this movie? So, this was for uh, poli-sci. Okay, okay. um, Political science.
0: Because, like, the entire movie is about... Oh, it's like in a high school, they're doing student elections, and they're, like, teachers or something? Mm Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. Dude. I like the tagline. Fucking hilarious. I like the tagline It's so funny. Reading. Writing. Revenge, <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, Matthew Broderick's almost like playing like a like a reverse Ferris Bueller, like he's okay. playing a character. So the most movie. the
0: most reverse Ferris Bueller he could do would literally be the guy that goes Bueller, Bueller. Like that's the most reverse Ferris Bueller he could be.
1: Or I mean, would you say that, or would you say Rooney?
0: Rooney is because like like
1: like Ben Stein in that movie is very much like he doesn't he kind of doesn't really care about shit. And various Bueller is kind of the same way. where it's like Rooney, the, the principal, right. Is like going out. Right. He's, he's the antithesis. Yeah. He's the one
0: who's like trying to get him, trying to catch him in the act. Yeah. That's true.
1: Fucking Matthew Broderick plays a teacher in this movie who like at first is like really cool. They're talking about the difference between ethics and morals, Ooh. which I had never really thought about that question before I'd seen no, this I've movie. I've never thought
0: about it until this moment. Um, yeah. And, uh, they, they, I'm really excited for Ethics v Morals: Dawn of Justice. It's gonna be a good movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's be a sounds, good it sounds movie. pretty lit. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh,
1: and yeah, Matthew Broderick, like he starts off as someone who's just like a like a normal teacher, mm-hmm. uh, and then he basically throughout this movie tries to like undermine Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon almost
0: plays like a imagine like
1: a vindictive Leslie Nope.
0: Whoa. Okay. In a high school. Okay. Right. One, Leslie would be an amazing teacher, first of all. Right. Amazing. Two, vindictive. I mean, she's kind of got a vindictive streak to her but already. Reese-,
1: Reese Witherspoon plays a student. That's... uh Oh. That's why it's called Election. It's about a high school presidential election.
0: See, I imagine they were the same age. No. Okay. Okay, I'm resetting my frame right. of reference Matthew here. Matthew Broderick is a teacher and she's a student. And she's okay. a student. Okay. And, and he's trying to undermine her.
1: Imagine Leslie Nope as a student going for uh, uh, trying to be student council. Another
0: president. aside, I would watch that show. I would watch a show about high school Leslie Nope. Mm-hmm. She would be so annoying, mm-hmm. but like you'd love her.
1: But like it's also it's not the same character cuz Leslie Nope is like very much like she's a sweetheart. Yeah. Fucking uh Gal pals. Reese Witherspoon's character a in there. like mermaid, you, you think that she's Leslie Nope at first, but she's like way more She's kind of fucking evil. Okay. She kinda like, if if you get in her way, she'll yeah. like straight up fucking cut you. Okay. Like you I kind of want to
0: watch this right now.
1: Election's fucking good, man.
0: I want to watch this. Yeah. This sounds good. Uh, uh I like Reese Witherspoon. I like Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Um It's like, it's got.
1: I thought about Game of Thrones a little bit while I was watching it as well. That's interesting. Because there's just a lot of politics. in Yeah. It. Um, but it's just, it's hilarious. Like uh-huh. there's a lot of funny shit in it, but it's fucking airtight screenplay. Mm-hmm. The story in it is so fucking good. Um, Chris Klein is also in it. I don't know if you know yep. who that is. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah. He uh, fucking played Nova in American pie, right? I don't, I don't think you know anything about American pie movies.
0: I think I might've seen one American he, pie movie.
1: My you, life. if you watch this movie, You'll be like, your favorite character is going to be Chris Klein's character. Oh, yeah? I
0: guarantee you. Does he have like a Captain America Street going on or something? Who,
1: what, okay, so imagine if there was a high school movie, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would you guess is like the archetype for someone that you would really like? Um,
0: The sort of underdoggy character? Yeah, he's kind of that. Yeah. Kind of underdoggy. He's a football
1: player. Okay. Right? So, okay, cool. He's a football player that gets injured. Okay. Right. And Jason he's, street. He's like completely loved by the the high school and everything, but he's not like a jock. He's like super fucking nice. He's yeah, just sounds, kind of an idiot.
0: That sounds fun. And he's a sweetheart. That sounds fun. Yeah. I, I love hunky sweetheart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's very much okay. like that. He's okay. super fucking lovable. Um, Interesting. And he's like the only one throughout the entire so movie. So he's a hot Noah of...
0: type is what you're saying.
1: Uh, yeah, but he's not, hot Noah doesn't he's not really as play charming. idiots. That's true. Like Chris Klein is you're like right. charming, but it's like,
0: he's a, he's a lovable idiot. Okay. Okay. I'm not, he could play an idiot. Don't fucking disrespect hot Noah. No, like I'm not saying that. I'm just saying <laughs> that there's no roles that I've seen him in. That, you can't hold him back, dude. He
1: can be an idiot if he wants. I feel where he's like played someone like this character. Um, what is his last name again?
0: <laughs> he's in my brain it's hot
1: No Centennial <laughs> <laughs> no I'll
0: it's
1: give funny. you like an example right of yeah. like some of the shit that you can expect from this movie there's a part where uh, fucking they're doing their uh, their speeches at a pep rally Right, because they're and running for student. The election. first person that goes up is, I think Terry is Reese Weatherspoon's character. Okay, name, right, and she goes up. It's a good she name for a vindictive, student. really fucking well written. She's memorized the entire mm-hmm. uh, speech and she gives it to this entire uh, this entire uh, gymnasium, right? And she fucking nails it and super charismatic. She just gives. Does a she really get like, like good a speech. smattering
0: of applause? Because uh, like students don't really care.
1: I don't. I don't, don't want to give away all of that. Right. Okay. But, okay. Uh, so, but Chris Klein comes up. He's the next one up. Right. He comes up with something that's like scribbled on uh, a piece of paper, mm-hmm. right? And he just kind of Hi guys, my name is, da- da-da, is <laughs> for like 45 seconds okay. dog. Okay. he just goes like like one sentence to another with zero yeah. charisma. Yeah. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. he <laughs> just literally reads like from one sentence to the next. That's so fucking good.
0: It actually ties into something that I'm watching right now. Weirdly. I'm watching. I started watching the politician Mm. on Netflix, the new Ryan Murphy show and Ryan Murphy's the, the magic
1: dude from what? Uh, pitch perfect. Right. What? Right. No. Who's Ryan Murphy? He's the guy who made Glee in American horror. Well, no, who's the lead in this movie, in,
0: uh, this show. Ben Platt. Yes, he's the magician. He's the magician yes. in Pitch Perfect. Okay. okay, yes, Ben Platt. I didn't I know who Ryan okay. Murphy was. Okay, yes, Ryan Murphy's the dude who the, made the show. So I thought you were talking about the lead. Yeah, the, the guy who made Glee, the guy who made uh, American Horror Story, mm. Cream, Scream Queens, I think is one he's made. Right. Like all Ryan Murphy products, the politician is insanely over the top. Um, like, ridiculously unrealistic depiction of high school. Mm-hmm. And this overly serious look. Not... not Everyone takes themselves overly serious uh-huh. in the show. The show is funny and it's like making fun of the situation. It's satirical in what it's portraying. But it's like a similar thing. It's, you know, it's these student bodies and there's, uh, you know, the people running for, for president, student president and Ben Platt is this like super, like he's got his whole life planned out. He's going to go to Harvard. He's going to be the president of the United States, like all this kind of stuff. Uh, there's a line where Gwyneth Paltrow, like literally she's his adoptive mother. And she literally says, your ambition frightens me. She's like, that's a line she says to him at one point, but there's a dude who I saw him. And I was like, that dude's going to play Superman one day. That's like the first thing I thought he looks exactly like Clark <laughs> Kent, but he plays like a kind of like jock. He's like a lacrosse player, right. but he's just like really nice and sweet. And he's like running against him, but they're really close. And he like, he's kind of, huh. he's kind of mad at him for running against him. And he's like, listen, like, I have to get into a good school, so I have to run for president. Like, he's just being super cool. But he's like, there's, I'm not gonna talk about the other parts of his character that are super important, but I, I it's a similar reaction to the Mark Klein. Is it Mark Klein? What's the guy's Chris name? Chris Klein. Chris Klein. Calvin Klein, See, Mark Klein, Chris, there's so many Kleins.
1: It, it, it tripped me up uh, at first before we watched Election because someone, uh, like the, the, the professor was doing his little intro thing talking about election. He was like, oh, got Reese Witherspoon, Matthew Broderick. And then he was like, and Chris, oh man, I forgot his name. Chris, Chris, Chris. Stop. Somebody in the back of the class was like, Klein. And I thought that they said Pine. Chris Pine? And I was like, Chris Pine? He'd be a baby. I was like, Chris Pine's in this movie? Oh man, I'm excited.
0: He probably is the right age. Yeah. Right? He's maybe. around Reese Witherspoon's age, right? Yeah. Is he a little younger maybe? I think he's a little younger.
1: Probably. I probably. Know. I, don't know. I, don't know. I don't I don't got ages. This right the
0: thing right. is like... Hollywood stars, they seem immortal because they look like they're 32 forever. Yeah. It's weird. JLo still looks like she's 32 and she's fucking 50 something
1: mm-hmm. doing the Super I think Bowl. She's straight up 50.
0: Yeah. She's like Tom Cruise's age. Yeah. Tom Cruise also still looks 32. Wild. You hype for that Super Bowl halftime show, dude? Shakira Tom and Tom JLo oh. and Tom Cruise. And Tom, <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise is going to do live stunts during the show. I'd watch that. I'd watch the fuck out of that. that. <laughs> He's Why just like not? driving a motorcycle around on the stage. <laughs> How much would he have to get paid for that? A lot. His, his. Well, I don't know. What's his what's fucking your, rate? Yeah, it's probably insanely rate? high. A billion dollars. <laughs> uh, you have to pay me $50 million and donate to Scientology. <laughs> That's my rate. <laughs> Everyone's got their own mark on their on their fucking lives. <laughs> That's his. <laughs>
1: How awful would that be Like you couldn't pay Tom Cruise He was like no I don't accept money You have to give the money You have to give money <laughs>
0: uh, make, make the check out to L. Ron Hubbard mm-hmm. uh, Tom he's dead <laughs> It's okay It'll work Because the and then, is and then, Tom Cruise is L. Ron and Hubbard And then he
1: fucking unzips the bodysuit mm-hmm. Of Tom Cruise And then yeah. L. Ron Hubbard steps out Exactly
0: Yep He's been playing us for
1: a fool And then fucking wings sprout out from his back And he flies away Yep
0: And spaghetti goes everywhere. Because Flying Spaghetti Monster. Anyway. Politician is good so far. I like it. I'm like halfway through. There's billboards like all over. Yeah, it's getting... It's being super pushed right now. I think it's sort of Netflix's... Every like two months, I feel like Netflix really pushes something. Where they're like this... This has a... There's crosshairs between like the quality of this show and the demographics of people who are on Netflix. Which is like everybody. But they can sort of tell when they're going to have a big hit on their hands and they really push it. Mm-hmm. Like they, they've already been doing like hype trailer things, not trailers, but like little weird things for like, uh, what's the, the Noah Centineo, uh, the To All the Boys I've Loved Before. The one that was, when we did those spoiler up, the one that was good, not the one with Barb. That one was bad. That's, oh God, I
1: forgot the name of that one. To All the Boys I've Loved Before is a good one.
0: Yes, that yeah. one was good and the sequel's coming out, but they're based on books, and there's three books, right? I saw a thing on Twitter once. This was a while ago, but it was like the girl, I can't remember her name. Lana Lana Condor? Is that her name? I think that's her name. She calls Noah Centennial up, and she's like, hey, uh, they just signed blah, blah, blah to play blah, blah, blah in the next movie, and he's like, that's awesome, and she's like, by the way, they already said they're gonna make a third movie, and they're like, that's, and I'm like, what is happening? Why is this a thing? This is super weird. But yeah, they know they know like when to push things. It's weird. They've, they've got their formulas and shit. You think it's weird that Netflix doesn't tell people like, doesn't release their like viewing stuff,
1: like ahead of time? Like like no no stuff no they never do.
0: They don't they don't release the ratings of their shows, like how many people watch things.
1: Oh, they okay. keep it secret. I mean I think it's kind of weird it, I mean it's kind of strange I don't know what the positive Like what's the benefit of I don't know
0: that? either way I just think it's kind of weird Yeah Like in regular TV we know But also it's like the most flawed system In the history of mankind It's stupid is it The Nielsen ratings The is Nielsen ratings votes? is so stupid Yeah It's lame Anyway <sighs>
1: I mean how Nielsen does it, right? Like how they do they, it. Like, they like send
0: things to houses. Yeah. And I think now you can like attach them to your D
1: V R and shit. My yeah, I think my parents are doing that. Yeah. They're they're a Nielsen home now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know how else you would do it. They can't just tell fucking computers exist. They don't just know what people this it's all it's like satellites and yeah. shit. They don't just know what people are watching all the time. Instead of it being like like a phone. I'm getting group spied almost. on by my phone right now. Like mm-hmm. they they know. Yeah. They know. Like, are you though? Am I being are spied you? on by my phone? Yeah. Definitely. It like gives ads and shit of things I talk about. Yeah. It freaks me out. I don't know if I Part really of it actually that. it doesn't really honestly, like, it doesn't really freak me out. I'm kind of okay with it. It doesn't really bother me that much. I also, am, you know what I mean. I'm on the same boat with you there. It's like, one I'm of those things where I'm like, I understand why people would be mad about like the privacy of like technology, yeah, and how it's very not private. Mm-hmm. But the other part of me is like, yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> like, well,
1: uh, fucking, I, I heard a podcast with Aubrey Marcus talking about this uh, before. Like, uh, he, he runs his own podcast. But, uh, I don't know who was, that is. He uh, a friend of Joe Rogan. Uh, I think he started the on it the on it oh. site. Um he on a, it. Own oh, it. On he has a really good book. Um that I got like ten pages into reading and then stopped. But <laughs> um, uh, uh yeah, Aubrey Marcus was like like what like what's the point of fucking like putting tape over your webcam and shit like that? Like what? Like fucking Google's gonna know that you jerk off? Like he's gonna be like, Oh you win Google, <laughs> I jerk off. Like
0: Yeah. We live in the information super age, dude. I'm not too worried about it. Also, like, I'm also one of those people who's just like, I don't really have anything to hide, you know? I don't really care. What are you writing down, don't
1: dude? Why you got to look at well, you not about, about my you did
0: it so emphatically that I was like, oh, man, that must be important. I have to remember my shout-out. Oh, I was just thinking about my shout-out, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know why? Because we go we're just rambling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll do. I'll do a shout out. Creative Processing with Joseph Gordon-Levitt.
1: You haven't already done this? Nope. Did you just shout I think it I out to me? I, me personally? I told you about it. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I might have mentioned it, but I haven't done a like an actual shout out. This is Joseph Gordon-Levitt's new podcast. It's about a month old, um, where he takes a question from the interwebs and he brings on a guest that he thinks suits the question well that can answer the question specifically. For example. Um, Somebody in the first episode Asked a question about adapting um, Doing stories that are adaptations Or continuations of someone else's story And he brought on Ryan Johnson Who directed uh, Star Wars episode 7 Or whatever the fuck number that was Or 8, I think it's 8 Yeah, 8 And also made Brick And then I was in that podcast And then I watched Brick Which is really fucking good Uh, So co-shout out to Brick (laughs) Um, And then he did another one last week With Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg and it was ba- it was the question was like about how do you how do you work with another person in creative endeavors? And he was like, these are perfect people to ask about that. Um, and he's gotten like a cool, different variety types of people, so like musicians, filmmakers, different types of people. Uh, he had a, a political artist on for one episode that was kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, I I'm a huge Joseph Gordon-Levitt fan. He's one of my favorite actors. Um, I really like what he does with Hit Record and all that kind of stuff. Very cool. Um, but yeah, it's a cool podcast. I like it a lot. Creative processing with JGL, JGL. Mm -hmm. Uh, my shout out is something
1: that like, they don't make any new more, like any new episodes anymore. Okay. Right. I'm pretty sure the, uh,
0: Oh, I think I know what this is going to be. What do you think it is? Crack.
1: Yeah. Crack. Crack. Uh, I co
0: shout this out. Yeah. So,
1: Cracked After Hours, yep. specifically. Yeah. Uh, some of my favorite videos that fucking exist on YouTube. Dude, which uh, Ninja Turtle are you? Yeah, exactly. Like, So basically what it is, I don't know if you guys are, are uh, familiar with a lot of Cracked's content, um, but with these specific videos, uh, they're normally pop culture based, and it's just four friends that kind mm-hmm. of sit around. Scripted and it's and it's scripted but they sit around a uh a, a diner <laughs> <An> Italian restaurant <laughs> yeah uh and fucking have a conversation that usually revolves around some type of thematic
0: question. Yeah. So, like, what type of... Uh, well, though it's kind of interesting because it'll be portrayed as, you know, which Ninja Turtle are you? Right. But the video will be about, like, what are the archetypes that make up the Ninja Turtles? Exactly. Like, what yeah. they
1: end up, like, talking about in that specific episode is the four temperaments. Yeah. And they, like, go into how the four temperaments can be uh, sort of... Uh, distributed and, and uh, labeled throughout a majority of yeah. uh, popular By the way, culture. Leonardo. Like, all day. Right. All day. So, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Fucking Fantastic Four, The Beatles, uh, <laughs> Sex in the City is another mm-hmm. one, Scooby Doo, um, Golden Girls? Probably
0: Golden Girls? Probably. Why not? Probably. Gilmore Girls? <laughs> That's a deep cut joke <laughs> and no one's going to understand. <laughs> um,
1: But, yeah, it's all really fucking funny. It's really informative. And it's, like... Very witty. And I think all of these videos kind of have a... An air of like, hey, we're kind of just fucking around here. Yeah. These we're not insulting things- your favorite things, we're even not though insulting even, your even though
0: they some like there's a one where they did like some Harry Potter shit, and I was like, this is you're you're fucking things up. You're doing this. <laughs> you're you doing need wrong. to stop right now. Well, you like you know how sometimes you hear people have conversations about things you're passionate about, and then they say something wrong, and you want to insert yourself in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. but you're listening to a podcast, so you can't, yeah. or you're watching Crack After Hours, so you can't. Right. It's like, and then you get that frustration level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It probably happens a lot for us, for people probably all the time because we're idiots. So yeah, um, but yeah, cracked after hours. They just have uh, a lot of videos out there. Like, not they're not they're not making any anymore. Yeah, I don't, what
0: happened? They kind of
1: just I disappeared randomly. I think, I think that they all might have like just
0: disappeared. Roman well, they Oak were style. doing that. They did. They started doing a push where they had two different casts. I don't know if you remember that. They Had a second cast doing them, so they were like, Do they like? I think they each did each cast did two episodes a month at one yeah. point. I don't know, what happened. and then they just stopped. I'm pretty this sure really all weird. of their
1: video content stopped as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what happened to them because they had like they had a lot of other mm-hmm. different kinds of videos. Yeah. It wasn't just After Hours that uh was the only show on there, they yeah. had a obsessive co- pop culture disorder, which was uh, also really good. Um,
0: I Burned through After Hours when you first told me about it. I watched so many of them so it's quickly. It's fucking really good. Yeah, and they're pretty short. They're probably like ten minutes. Ten minutes, something each. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very, very consumable. Mm-hmm. I co-signed the shout out. Yeah, very good web series. So shout out to Cracked After Hours and to Joseph Gordon-Levitt's Creative Processing podcast. Um, what news do we have? We're doing Ex Machina this week. I know you're excited about that. It's like your favorite movie ever. Um, I said that like I don't like it. It's a good movie. Get, like no, we're, yeah, gonna talk yeah, about, we're gonna yeah, talk yeah, about a really. We're gonna talk about a really good movie where Oscar Isaac. Ugh. dances. <laughs> and uh, uh, next week we're gonna do our NBA season preview episode. So for those of you who don't like when we talk about sports, get ready yep. to fucking skip an episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, other than that, do the social media stuff. chrismichaelstott.com. read Chris's scripts. Scriptus? scripts. I said Scriptus. scripts <laughs> scripts uh, Chris Michael Stott on Instagram. I'm davenwell Twenty Five, Twitter and Instagram, the show, the Chris and Kyle Show on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all the podcasting platforms, TCAXPod on Twitter. I will when this posts, I will have a poll up for our poll episode for October between Halloween Town and Hocus Pocus. Why are you making the hova I don't sign? Know. Is Jay Z here? It's the,
1: it's, it's the the holy Halloween triumvirate.
0: Okay, what's the third of the triumvirate? Halloween Town Two. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Yeah, that'll be is it's gonna be fun. We're gonna have a good time. We'll see you next time. I'm doing a weird voice now. We out. We out. Stay
1: weird.